tootsie roll in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> Caught you at mid tootsie. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and get started because I know Terry has a big story. Late breaking news. <laughs> All right, everybody, that is Cool Rack. This is the podcast that sounds funny. And I am your host, Keith. Joined with me today are Trick or Treat Terry. And so much candy gel. <laughs> yeah. And hey, I forgot to mention, it is the week of November 1st, 2022. Eight, uh, seven more days till election day. Season 2, show 52, episode 104. This is the last show of our second season. Wow. And we start season 3 on election day. <laughs> Uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. We'd like to open up with a little bit of what's new. Does anyone have a question? Could be a classic family story or reading what you do, but hey, as mentioned, uh, Terry does have some late breaking stuff. We don't even know about it yet, so tell us. Lay down. <laughs> what's not? Ref- well, it doesn't have anything to do with Trump and Biden. Being well, good. Yeah, unless, we wouldn't hear unless, about them. Unless they're in a cemetery. anyway i live right by the cemetery here in my in my house and so um last night was pretty fun being halloween and all (laughs) oh wait yeah halloween was yesterday yeah Mm -hmm. it sure was and uh i'm a whole year older (laughs) and so um, i was here talking to jill on the phone earlier and Somebody knocked at my door. I, I heard a delivery truck, so I thought I was a delivery. So I went to the door, and there's a truck pulled away. And I was like, "Well, let me go ahead and see." Open the door, and guys, like, "Hey!" Like, scared the crap out of me. He said, "I'm sorry. I, I'm from the cemetery next door." <laughs> a resident or the caretaker? <laughs> that is the question. Could have been a zombie. I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> I was like, "Trick or treat is over, man. Go back." <laughs> he said, "Hey, your little dogs are out of your fence," and I was like, "Great." You know, I told him, I said, "This didn't start till these guys came and built my deck." You know, he says, "Are they done building your deck now?" I said, "Yeah." I said, "My wife said there's a. It looks like they're getting out." I said, "My neighbor across the street said, looks like they're getting out under my gate in the front." Hmm. And so I was just saying, well, I don't, I think that's where they're getting out at my, um, Hey, you guys got some leftover dirt, don't you? <laughs> so, they, <laughs> some they graveyard have, dirt to fill in the hole. Yeah. They always have extra dirt at the cemetery. So yeah, <laughs> they sure do. They, sometimes they charge me for it. Other times they just come over and, and give it to me, but. They said, well, they got a hole out back back on your chain link fence where it connects to the neighbor's privacy fence. We can fill that in. That's where we saw them getting out at. And it's like, oh, okay. At least you guys are keeping an eye on them. Yeah, I mean, is the zombie still staying in the cemetery? <laughs> 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 and then, uh, so, um, out at my one business in Wood River to plug in Terry's Mini Mall. 
and uh, we've had some. I called there because my wife was we were evicting somebody yesterday, but we have some yard timbers there. I said, load up some of them yard timbers and bring them over here, and we'll put them there by the gate. Oh, yeah. And so she goes, oh, yeah, that would work. And I said, well, yeah. You know, <laughs> we'll put them on the inside of the fence because the dogs can't like grab hold of them and throw them out of the way. You know, Because there's two little tiny wimpy dogs. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. I said, um, but instead she brought seven bags of trash uh, instead of the yard timber. So I'm like, well, which is more important? You know, emptying out the trash out of that unit or keeping your dogs in the yard. <laughs> wow. And so she was going to unload some bags of trash here um, and then uh, go back and get the yard timbers. But anyway, I said, unless they put dirt there. Well, did they put dirt there? I go, I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> yeah. I can't see. You know. she asked, well, they said they would. Did the trash bin run? And I said, I don't know. They didn't come knocking at the door like the cemetery man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've had the patio door open and she just noticed that one of our dogs is just laying out there and it's like, well, maybe he's dead. He's only sunbathing. Sunbathing, yeah. The dog's got his little G string bikini <laughs> bottoms on. Checking out the new bra strap on there. across his back. I had little sunglasses too, I think. Oh. A little pinky cloud up by his side with the straw. <laughs> with my little floaty duck chlorine dispenser. But ain't quite warm enough to swim out there, but oh no. Well, it's 70 something today. It is nice today. Yeah. I can still gotta put my cover on. I still don't have my cover on yet. Uh can't get well, to help me. But and then um I guess that's all my nude stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> you still got some new family news or what? <laughs> well, we had some kids home over the weekend and my Why? What were they doing? grandson what was we doing well there was a funeral friday so i thought they were trick-or-treating oh well, no they were here they went home for trick-or-treating they, they could have did it here sunday but they it was kind of rainy here I, I would be afraid of the, the of the treat you would get from a funeral home yeah, <laughs> we'll give you a free embalming child most of them because they gave you starlight mitts so I'll say he his name is Matthew. I can put it out there, but he kept going up to his grandpa saying, I'm gonna scare you. Are you ready? I'm gonna scare you now. Here I come. <laughs> he kept coming up. Here I come. I'm gonna scare you. <laughs> it's right not up sneaking up if you announce your presence. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's what we thought was so funny because here I come. <laughs> he kept doing it over and over. I'm going to scare you. And get right up close and go, boo. <laughs> okay, that's so scary. Wow. It was just funny because he thought he was scaring and <laughs> giving you the warning now before I'm going to do it. <laughs> I, I, I guess the, the, the scaring is the suspense waiting for it. When is it going to come? Which time? It's going to come. <laughs> Hurry up and scare me. Hurry up and do it over with. Do it over with. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, the only news I have over the weekend is it was Halloween and certain grandkids around here went on Saturday night to, I think, Litchfield to see a parade that ended up with mountains of candy. Wow. 
And then they Sunday we had our church had its trunk or treat, and they got the big hall there. Then they went out trick or treating in the neighborhood around here. And then Halloween, they were so uh, tricked out that they didn't even go. <laughs> but their older oldest brother, who is seventeen, was like, "Hey, what are we gonna do for trick or treat? I'm like, where have you been the past two days?" <laughs> well, I was going to go. I wanted to go out. We're like. Why didn't you say something like, well, you know, last year we had to force you to go, and this year you was absolutely not interested until suddenly now? Well, and I of thought they I, had to quit trick-or-treating at a certain age. Uh, now, short, uh, long story short, he did go. He, he he dressed up all in black and wore a sock hat. I guess he went as a uh, himself. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, took his sister with him. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, th that's kind of our late breaking news, but I do have some old news here. Uh, we always ask people to send in your funny life stories and comments and emails at the end of the show. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to mention this up front. Uh, this is a comment from the webpage. Uh, you, now, I always like to tell people if you leave a rating and review on a, like an iTunes or something, let us know so we can say it because it's hard to check iTunes and other directories. Uh, and so the best way really would be to leave a comment on the site. But, you know, due to spammers, uh, there were like 53 comments when I when I checked this over the weekend. And as I was scanning through, it's like, oh, that that's a real person. <laughs> <laughs> so one person out of 53 spam comments. And so uh, I wanted to read that comment. And, of course, the other ones are all about Ocialis and Russian brides and <laughs> how to make money online. And uh, But the, the other way would be to go to our contact forum because that sends the email directly to me. Uh, of course, we get spam there, but it's it's a little easier for me to sift through those and, and catch a real email. Um, so yeah, I want to kind of put, put that out front. But here's, here's our comment from somebody... Uh, whose name is Megan. Her email oh. is dot, dot, dot. I'm going to say, <laughs> uh, I wasn't born that long ago, mom. Thank you for the <laughs> birthday wishes. You're the best. So of course this came from a couple of months ago, whenever Jill wished her daughter a happy birthday. So, <laughs> sorry. I responded to it late Megan, but I wanted to let people know that when we do get a real live person or email, we'll be happy to read it on the show. So yeah. that's all I got. Yeah, that's right. Ain't it? So now, unless you guys got more stuff to ramble on about, it is time for our random segment. Yeah, we got to spin a wheel. Got six items on the wheel. Six. Oh, six. Winter. Ooh, I know what that one is. That is Guess the Year. Oh, Terry's good at this one. <laughs> so I got to find my year. Oh, this might be a good year. And it, all these headlines uh, happen in the same year. And you guys get to guess the year. Yep. All right. 
first item on the list here, if I can get my uh, new thing here to work. Okay. Ooh, this might be timely. Nancy Pelosi becomes Speaker of the House. Yeah, this is this is not BC we're talking. It's this in our <laughs> lifetime. <laughs> so, the year Nancy Pelosi became Speaker of the House. Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> it's in our lifetime, Terry. Our, our grandparents maybe eighteen ninety nine, but not us. <laughs> Twenty twelve. Next question. Unless Terry okay. wants to guess. <laughs> I'll wait for another one. Uh, I don't Steve know Jobs <laughs> publicly announces the release of the first iPhone. Oh, 2000? Mm -hmm. 2008. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> close. You're getting close. Uh, Microsoft releases a Vista and Office. I can't say because it'll say that a year. Microsoft releases Vista. 1995? 2000. Hmm? I 2000. said 2000. I get what Terry said. He said 2000. That's what I said last time. No, you said 2012. Yeah, but before next, whenever he said the next thing, I said 2000. And you said 2008. Okay. So it's none of those years. <laughs> uh, next question. Wait, wait a uh, minute. Hold on a second. What? Okay, Nick, go ahead. All right. Let's see. Uh, this At the 79th Academy Awards ceremony, hosted by Ellen DeGeneres. She ordered pizza uh, for everybody. Let's see. Martin Scorsese, The Departed, wins four awards. Hmm. Dream Girls was also in there somewhere. I don't help much. So what year was those movies at the Academy Awards? 2005. No. You guys no. are dancing around it, but no. <laughs> no, I'm either going for four or six. It's a, <laughs> one of them, too. I'm going to say 2006. Spider-Man 3 is released in theaters. <laughs> Let me make sure I can know what the right, right year is. <sighs> Spider-Man no, 3. You guys haven't said it yet. I don't How about think. 2004? <laughs> Did Terry say? Um, what are you going to guess, Terry? Spider-Man was released. Um, Spider-Man 3. Um, 2007. Ding, 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 ding. All these things right. <laughs> happened in 2007. Nancy Pelosi, Steve Jobs publicly announcing uh, the iPhone, Windows Vista, and I'm all trying I to remember. I forgot about, you know, I got an iPhone 4 when I went to Heinz. Right. I remember when I went to Heinz, it wasn't 04. And then I was thinking, well, well you eight, went in 2009, right? Seven and nine, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was this whenever he, he publicly announced it, so it wasn't released yet. It was just publicly announced. Because in 2007, so, I had Windows XP. Right, but that was the year Vista was released. 
So you would have had XP probably. <laughs> well, yeah. But there we go. There's our random topic. Guessing the year. Terry yeah. won again. He yeah. always wins. He's always winning these things. He'll get it eventually. Sometimes the first guess out of the shoot. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm getting smarter on this show. No. But uh, I do try to pick years that you know we that were we were alive, you know, so we should you know remember some of these things, I hope. <laughs> Would you mind telling me what a man like yourself is doing here? Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T Hogan Helsley. That is Front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y. Thank you. Wouldn't you like to take a trip around the world? Oh, no, Jane. There's too many other places I'd like to see first. <laughs> uh, well, let's go on to our news. I have this news. This is a record. Oh, real, real quick before you get going, I don't know how well you guys can hear it, but if it sounds like little elves are building shoes for me in my workshop, we we do have contractors here jackhammering and beating with hammers. <laughs> I actually don't hear it. Well, good. But I thought it would warn the listener that there is some beating going on. Beating. Go ahead, Terry. Sorry about that. We, uh, okay, a lot of minor record-breaking stories this week. Um, But I'll start off this one. Not long ago, I did a top 10 list on Kaduko. I think it's Kaduki, Kaduko, about spitting little pellets of poop. (laughs) Well, in this news story, David Rush breaks the world record for spitting pee. Spitting peas? Wow. <laughs> I put this at the end. Spitting pee. <laughs> so so before it was spitting poop on one of your top ten lists, now you're spitting pee, but fortunately it's an edible kind of green pea. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's the divots that's in the little peas. You know, some of them have little divots in it. Oh, yeah. Like a golf ball, maybe it gives it more accuracy or something. But hmm. he's got his 250th record at, uh, in the uh, Guinness book by spitting a pea, not 24 feet, not 52, but 86 feet. He spit a pea. Wow. I mean, not 90 feet would be 30 yards. So that's almost 30 paces. And wow. CT. And huh. He was a good pea spitter. 
<laughs> I wonder a pea shooter, like did he have a straw that he blew it out of or just out of his mouth? Put it in his mouth and spit it. Yeah. Oh, I thought maybe it had a shooter there to help him out. No, I don't. I, it didn't say. It's like, that maybe would help it go farther. Having well, a, a straw would be like you know having a blowgun. It might help with accuracy, but your your lung power would give you your your range. I guess how far it would go. He originally six years ago his record was twenty four feet. You know. And then since then, uh, his record has been broken three times. And mm -hmm. so, and the longest one there in that attempt was 43 feet. And was so the then, wind blowing towards his face or his back? <laughs> so then he had to try to boost. He broke that, that person's record by attempting it again and, and to the 52 foot mark I mentioned earlier. Whatever. And then 84 feet 11 inches was his uh, hmm. blow. Wow. That record blows. Ah. He just no <laughs> blow hard. <laughs> so that's all that one is is pea shooter. So My first odd news story is from Ireland. The Irish police, they confiscated an electric <laughs> tricycle. Yeah. What three-year-old would be out there on an electric <laughs> tricycle? Yeah, it's like a power wheel for little toddlers. Causing chaos in Ireland. But I'm assuming it's like a motorcycle that's a tricycle. Because it uh, says it's got to have a licensed driver that has insurance for it to be on the roads. Uh, yeah, they do make adult-sized tricycles. They're pretty rare, but they do make them. I just thought it was funny because when I seen the headline, I was thinking, why are they picking on little kids and their electrics? They have electric bikes and they have electric everything anymore. It was a Tesla trike. Yeah, it must have been. <laughs> it's the latest thing from the Tesla company, electric tricycle. Yeah, there used yeah. to be a, a Japanese lady that lived there in South Roxana that would drive around on her adult-sized tricycle. Yeah, was, it was a pedal. One, so. I remember that. But there wasn't a whole lot to the story. It just said it was uh, confiscated in O'Fally. And O'Fally is a town, I guess, in Ireland. Oh. oh that, I just thought the headline was funny. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, this is I'm a kid on this tricycle. The cops going over, hey, you, what are you bugging me, man? High speed chase with this <laughs> tricycle and three year old on it. <laughs> Moose is back on the loose after rescuers save it from a fence. Barkhamstead, uh, Connecticut. Um, a moose is back on the loose in Connecticut. After some quick acting rescuers helped to free it from a fence, huh. the Connecticut State Environmental Environmental Police got a call around midnight about a moose stuck in the uh, Barkhamstead, uh, north of Hartford. Local fire department, uh, state police responded to find the animal not impaled on the structure, but unable to get its rear legs over the top. 
They cut off and removed one end of a panel of defense. <laughs> not the not the moose. <laughs> What was that? I think that Moose must have cut our internet line. Can we get reconnected? I'm working on it. I'm working on it. I bet it was those pesky contractors. While I'm getting it back, listen to this. Ladies and gentlemen, it's four days before Thanksgiving, and this year, as every year, Jack Benny will entertain his friends on the holiday. So yesterday, Jack and Mary went shopping, and we picked them up now in the local market. Well, folks, what'll it be? I, uh, I'm giving a Thanksgiving dinner, and I'd like enough turkey for, uh, let's see, there's me, Mary, Phil, Alice, Dennis, Mr. Billingsley, Mark Tellinger, the Warner Brothers, and my laundry man. <laughs> I'd, uh, I'd like enough turkey for nine. Uh, Jack, didn't you invite Don Wilson? Oh, oh, yes. Make that enough for fifteen. <laughs> That, uh, that'll do it. Oh, Jack, Don doesn't eat so much. He doesn't, eh? Remember last time I threw a big party? Yeah. Well, Don ate more than he chipped in for. <laughs> Don't, uh, tell me. Huh? Uh, look, folks, there are other people waiting, so let's get on with the transaction. Oh, yes, yes, of course. Now, here's a nice turkey, all dressed and everything. Fifty-five cents. Well, I fully expected to pay that much. <laughs> A pound. Yes, a, a pound? Hmm. That's right. And this turkey weighs 21 pounds. Hmm. Hmm. And you'll need at least 21 pounds to feed 15 people. Hmm. 55 cents a pound. That's a pretty big turkey, and I don't want any left over. How, how about that one over there? That's a pigeon. Oh. <laughs> Well, then I'll, I'll take that other one, that live one right there. I'm sorry, I'm not selling my canary. <laughs> a canary? Well, anyway, that wouldn't be enough for 15 people, would it? Not unless you just wanted to entertain. <laughs> hmm. He's got his violin for that. Yeah. Gee, Mary, look at those turkeys laying there so cold and still. Just think. A few days ago, they were happy, carefree, and gay. And now, now they're 55 cents a pound. <laughs> I mean, now they're, they're dead. <laughs> Say, Butcher, how old were these turkeys when they were killed? Oh, about eight months. Hmm. Didn't even have a chance to know life. <laughs> I feel terrible. You'd feel a lot worse if they were 70 cents a pound. <laughs> I suppose so. But, Mary, when I see that turkey laying there like that, I can't help but think of its mother. How lonesome she must be. Don't worry, bud. That's her right next to him. <laughs> oh, oh. I wish you'd hurry, mister. I've got all these people waiting. Oh. Pardon me. Oh, Tommy, will you please give me a little service? <laughs> oh, it's Mrs. Greenberg. What can I do for you, Suzette? <laughs> Uh, go ahead, Butcher. You can wait on her. I'm trying to make up my mind between these two turkeys. 
I'll lay eight to five on the pigeon. Never mind. Tell me, Tommy, how much weighs by you the trike here? They weigh from 18 to 22 pounds. 22 pounds? You call this a trike? Well, that's the average size. Listen, Tommy, last Thanksgiving I had a turkey that weighed 86 pounds. I weighed them myself. 86 pounds? Yes. And on the other side of the card, it said you will meet a tall, dark man. <laughs> 86 pounds? Why, that must have been a humdinger. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> oh, pardon me. Uh, Mrs. Greenberg, how about taking two of these turkeys? How much are they? Uh, Fifty-five cents a pound. I'm not asking you. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse me. All right, Tommy, give me this one here, and I'll pick it up later. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mrs. Greenberg. Goodbye. All right, goodbye. <laughs> Social climber. <laughs> What's she mad at? Well, Jack, I guess that'll teach you to mind your own... I'm not, I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Say, Butcher, Butcher, I've been thinking it over. Instead of taking one of these dressed turkeys, I'll buy a live one. How much is it? Eight dollars. Are you going to take it with you? Yes. That'll be 20 cents extra for the leash. <laughs> oh, I often wondered how they got them home. Now, let's see. What else do I want? Oh, yes, for dinner tonight. Say, Butcher, have you got a nice, thick, juicy T-bone steak? What was that? <laughs> I said a nice T-bone steak. <laughs> well, who's next? <laughs> Listen, Butcher, you don't have to go into convulsion just because All I... All right, folks, get your tickets here for the 40-cent tour through the refrigerator. Come one, come all. Hurry, hurry, hurry. 40-cent tour through the refrigerator? Uh, yes, sir. It used to be 45, but the old PA put a ceiling on it. Very funny. Oh, thank you, sir. Now, hurry, hurry, hurry. On this outstanding excursion, you will see rib steak, rump steak, hip steak, T-bone, sirloin, tenderloin, and porterhouse. The seven wonders of the world! <laughs> Come on, Jack, let's take the tour. Oh, don't be silly, Mary. You've seen steaks before. I showed you some last night when you came over to my house. Oh, you and your etchings. <laughs> they weren't etchings. All right, folks, all of you going on this tour, please form a line to the left. Oh, come on, Jack. Be a sport. Buy two tickets. All right, all right. Okay, folks, line up in front of this refrigerator door. Now, quiet, everybody. Yeah, who is it? It's okay, Joe. You can open up. Gosh, it's chilly in this refrigerator. Yeah, it sure is. And now, ladies and gentlemen, if you will look to the right, you will see one of our feature attractions, none other than a seven-rib roast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Gee, Mary, it, it is beautiful. 
I wonder if I could just... Uh, 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 don't linger with your finger. <laughs> I just wanted to see if it was tender. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, a seven rib roast. Not five, not six, but seven. I'll count them for you. One, two, three, four, five. Hmm. One, two, three, four, five. Uh-oh. Hey, Joe, lock the doors. Okay. Hey, Eddie, bolt the windows. Okay. Hey, Tom, sound the alarm. Okay. Hey, sir. All right, stop with that. Nobody stole anything. <laughs> Come on, Mary, let's pick up our turkey and go home. Oh, no. Here we go again. All right, well, this is Keith in post-production, and it appears that my crash bit off more of our show than I first thought. Uh, piecing all this together, uh, there's a big hunk of our news that is uh, there, and we seem to be missing our anchor topic. And we didn't really have an email, so there won't be an email anyway. Hey, you know what? I got some stuff I could insert here. So I think it will. And if I can recover the data we've got munched today, I will save it for a future archives. Enjoy. And sorry about the inconvenience. Well, we're almost home, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't she cute? <laughs> Say, Mary, do you think it's all right to take the turkey in the house? Why not? She's going to be your guest for Thanksgiving. What? She can sit between the cranberry sauce and the mashed potatoes. Oh, stop. Look, Jack, here comes your crazy boarder, Mr. Billingsley. Mary, he's not crazy. He's just a little eccentric, that's all. Now be nice to him as rents do tomorrow. Hello, Mr. Billingsley. Hello, folks. Out for a stroll, I see. Well, we're, uh, we're not exactly taking a stroll. <laughs> why, why, Mr. Benny, I didn't know you had a little one. Uh, Mr. Benny's little one happens to be a turkey. You may be surprised, but I'm not. Look, Mr. Billingsley, I'm trying to tell you that we bought this at a store. Oh, come now, Mr. Benny. I'm old enough. <laughs> oh, oh, brother. Look. <laughs> Look, Mr. Billingsley, we're in a hurry. So am I. I have to go to the barber shop. Or was I there? Isn't that funny? I don't know whether I'm coming or going. Well, you can say that again. Oh, can I? All right. I don't know whether I'm coming or going. <laughs> Well, I must run along now. Goodbye, Mr. Benny. Goodbye. I believe you would, you rascal. <laughs> well, 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 that I know isn't in there. Well, well, let's let's go, Mary. You know, Jack, I don't see how you can stand having a guy like that around the house. Mr. Billingsley, oh, he's all right. He gets his own meals, makes his own bed. And every morning he gets up at 6 o'clock and takes my dog for a walk. But, Jack, you haven't got a dog. Well, for heaven's sake, don't tell Billingsley. It'll break his heart. <laughs> well, here we are. Well, 
Come on, Mary. We'll put the turkey in the kitchen. Oh, hello, Rochester. Hello, Clark. Hello, Miss Livingston. Let's see, where can we put the, uh, turkey? Rochester, what are you doing to that turkey? I'm only petting her, boss. Petting her? You got your fingers around her neck. What are you worried about? I ain't hurting the part you get. Hmm. The way, the way some people treat turkeys. Come here, you poor thing. See, see how she looks at me with those cussing eyes? See, how can anyone kill it? Oh, Jack, don't be a hypocrite. I'm not a hypocrite. I just can't bear the thought of anyone killing a poor, defenseless turkey. Go on. Last year, you killed one yourself. Mary, I ran over that turkey with my car. It was an accident. Accident? You turned off the road and chased her halfway up a mountain. <laughs> Over. If she hadn't stopped to lay an egg, she'd have lived to hatch it. What are you talking about? You're right, Miss Livingston. Then he put the car in reverse and got two more birds. What? I don't know. I was a tail gunner. <laughs> Rochester. That's the first time I ever had white meat with Firestone written on it. <laughs> now cut that out and let's drop the whole thing. I'll get her, Rochester. There's somebody at the door. You go out and feed the turkey. Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello, Mr. Benny. What are you doing around this way, kid? I came to see you about something important. Oh, yeah? What is it? Well, well, it's about me. All right, Dennis. All right, what is it? Well. Well, what? Well, my mother told me to tell you, well... Your mother told you to tell me what? Well, you've been giving me the same salary for three years, and every year you promised me a raise, my mother thinks I ought to get one, and I do too, so there! <laughs> Dennis! Dennis, come back here! Where'd he go? He thought he ran outside, but he went into the closet. <laughs> what a kid. Dennis, come here! He is crowded out there. <laughs> Those are my suits. Now, Dennis, if you want to raise the salary, don't act so flustered. Just ask me like a man. What are you afraid of? Just come over to me and say, Mr. Benny, I'd like a raise in salary. Well, Dennis, I'd like to give you a raise, kid, but right now I can't afford it. <laughs> huh? I'm sorry. Things are a little tough now, but... Fuck up, kid. Stick to me and you'll go play. <laughs> Dennis! Dennis, where'd you learn that? Mr. Benny put it on a record and sent it to me for my birthday. <laughs> Dennis, we'll talk about your salary right after Thanksgiving. It wasn't even my birthday. Never mind. By the way, kid, what are you going to sing on the program tomorrow? Say a prayer for the boys over there. Well, let me hear it. See, maybe I ought to give them a raise. It costs money to make those records, you know. Well, then, now it's time to move on to our wild and weird, wacky words. Yeah. 
I and will. This month, I mean, today, since it's November 1st, I got some political put downs. For when low down crook isn't specific enough, you can use one of these words. The first one is. Everybody shut up. Cacistography. K A K A K I S E O C R. Oh gosh, that's a long word. Cacistography. Cacistography. That means well, graphy means like writing. So you're using cacio as the right with you cacio writing. <laughs> you written cacio, whatever a cacio might be, you know. Maybe it's a fancy word for caca. You caca writer. <laughs> you writing that caca about me? <laughs> caca. Yeah. Well, that could have something to do with it. This word means. Government by the worst people. Government so, what? By the worst people, the oh, caca the worst people. people. <laughs> well, yeah, so you have the caca people in, in charge. That's it, called failing upward. There is a term. <laughs> <laughs> there is a concept for that. Yeah. that yes. That's how Kamala Harris got to be vice president. She sucked as a defense attorney. She sucked as a prosecutor. She sucked as a Whatever comes next up the chain of being a lawyer, she sucked as a senator. <laughs> and she sucked all the way up to being vice president. Yep. And okay, our next word is. <laughs> if you can't write in the proper way, if you don't know how to conjugate, pornocracy. P-O-R-N-O-C-R-A. Pornocracy? You're, you're, you're ruled by, by the porn C-Y. industry? Porno. <laughs> People having sex on, on, in the movies? In the, the now, I don't know when this word... I mean, democracy even... is ruling, ruled by the people, you know? And so you're yeah. porno, pornocracy? Wow. Naked people rule the country. <laughs> Well, yeah, it does. It, it means government ruled by porn harlots. Maybe you flunked that class, and maybe now you find that people mock you on I don't know when there was ever a government ruled by harlots, but that's what this word means. Wow, you're ruled because by a harlot. Yes, all of our presidents have been men, so I don't know what country, where they would have who, had Who harlots. is the main harlot in charge around here? I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> but that word was on this list. Well, that's different. I've never heard of that one before. Hmm. Pornocracy. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, our next word is. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to. Is 
Impolomania. Impolomania. Well, mania, of course, is mania, craziness. So you're crazy about impos. Emperors, you're crazy about the emperor. There we go. <laughs> God is them, the emperor. I'm crazy for him. They're crazy about holding a public office. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. Oh, yeah. Well, there's a lot of politicians put that label. Yeah. They want to be in power. I'm in control. I want this whether you like it or not. I'm going to get it. Hey, that kind of sounds like somebody that we had an office recently. <laughs> hey. oh. No, I mean Trump. No. Uh, now this one, you guys president. might remember. And we've had it before. I'm a good president, I think. Uh. Throttle bottom. To learn some grammar. What? Now did I stammer? Work on that grammar. You should know it. Throttle bottom. That does sound familiar. It's, it's it's like a politician that squeezes your butt. Joe Biden sniffs hair. It's the guy who squeezes your butt. <laughs> well, I that's why I got the mayor of uh, of New York fired, or maybe go put their boot up your butt because they're going to throttle throttle in your bottom. <laughs> well, see, the, the, the carburetor is called a throttle be... body carburetor, so a throttle bottom is a different kind of a carburetor. <laughs> Get your foot up in there, stepping on the gas. Oh. <laughs> it's the politician who had too many beans, and they need to <laughs> throttle that bottom. Woo! Let the Don't gas put out. your hand too close; you might get splattered. Yeah. This word actually just means a bad politician. It's like for a few Yeah, well, there we go. We got some throttle bottoms in there now. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if we have any more <laughs> next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I thought this is a good time for this list. Yeah. Get rid of some of these political words. So what difference does it make? Our next word is polydecaster. Like I could care less. That means you do care. Polydecaffeinated. Yeah, polydecaffeinated. <laughs> Lots of de- decaffeinated coffee. Uh, uh, poly, of course, would be many, but what was the last part again? Maybe you could spell it. Polydecaster. Decaster. I. Oh, like castor oil. So a lot of castor oil. I see. That throttle bottom dude. Give him the castor oil. He needs it. <laughs> Give him many castor oils. <laughs> Let's open that throat. Take him in. Well, this word. You better slow down and use the right pronoun. Show the world you're no clown. It just means a petty politician. Petty. What, does that have An to do with the porno politician? politician. What? An unstatesman-like politician, a petty oh. politician. So maybe somebody with small ideas, petty. Well, probably. 
Small ideas where the, the petty but... politician when they're a petty coach while they watch that pornography. No, petty coach, there you go. The, go the along pornocracy. With porn. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, that's for that. Yeah. This word is <laughs> mud wump. Mud wump. I know what that one is. There's someone that sits on the fence with their bug on one side and their wump on the other. It comes from the Civil War era. (laughs) (laughs) Mud wump. It's it's mug wump. M-U-G-W-M-P. Yeah. Yeah, It's someone that sits on the fence. They have their mug, their face on one side and their wump, their butt on the other side. Well. They straddle the fence. Yeah. As a possessive it's a contraction. What's a contraction? It's an Indian word, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. Well, darn it. It didn't tell me. Let me go back far enough. It is somebody, though, that leaves their group to join another group. So I guess, like you're saying, they're on the fence. So that's kind of an unusual word. I don't know why the Indians come up with that. They must have had some Indians that hmm. left their group and went to another their mug and their coffee. I guess it's a way to say that the great white father speaks with four tongues. And they had their <laughs> outside on the campfire. Yep. <laughs> Let's see our next word. Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax, you're always dangling. No X and espresso. Your part of simple Gerrymander? Gerrymander. It's like a salamander, only his name is Jerry. <laughs> uh, I, I, I kind of know what it means, but I, I, I just, my mind goes blank. It has to do with like pandering to people, I want to say, but I'm not really certain. Any ideas there, Terry? Um, um, I like the salamander thing myself. Okay. <laughs> Let me stick with that. This is my salamander named Jerry. His name is Jerry Mander. <laughs> Here's my pet salamander. This is yeah, I'm, I'm gonna stick with that. I know it's not right, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> well, this word means but I don't want your drama. If you really want, leave out that Oxford comp. Just keep a mind that are you they're uh, they're dividing the area into you know how you have your border of your county or your state? They're trying to divide it to where it's unevenly. Oh, it's like you're stacking the deck. You, you yeah. purposely so setting the bounds have... so you got a lot of uh, Democrats here and very few Republicans or vice versa. Okay. A natural and unfair way of getting one side to have the more votes than the other side. and So your lines may not be straight because they're wanting everybody to vote their way so their border is it's like taking a, a map of saying this area here has a lot of Democrats, so this is one district. This area <laughs> here has whatever. Yep. Yep, yep. Yeah. Let's see our next one. Our words, not letters. Get it together. Hey. E, what is that? E muskie? 
emasculate. I'm going trans. S Q U E acute it says, which means I think it has that little wiggly thing over it. Oh. I don't even know how you say that word. The mask you. Oh, oh, that was definitely an odd one. A mask you. Taking the mask off. Yeah. Or is it a squiggly line? Yeah. A little tilde or whatever it's called. Oh, well, I don't know why this has to be in this list, but now that I heard the meaning, it must K, I think is how she said it. Well, if it's a Q-U-E with a little accent, it probably is K. Pasque? Then with a P, Pasque? Let me go back and spell it again. They're Pasque. It's one of those French words. It's not even English. Who cares? <laughs> it starts with the E. E M E. E M E. U S Q U E. Emuske. 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 Well, I don't know. Yeah. It's like Dr. Seuss was here. <laughs> Is your moose gay? Is your moose well, gay? Because he's straddling the fence. Can't get his feet on the ground. Transgender. <laughs> this word. It- Should never write words using numbers. Hey, hey. Unless you're seven. Yeah, hey. Or your name is Prince. I word Means. A person trying to avoid military service by working for the government. Um, so he's dodging the draft because he has a government job. Yeah. And like I said, these are supposed to be political put-downs. I don't know why that's in there. You draft dodger. All you've done is serve Congress all your life. You didn't even go to war. Are you moose gay? Yeah, that's just, well, bizarre. Next word is... Obstructionist. Obstructionist. Yeah. You're just blocking everything I try to do. You put everything <laughs> down. You're blocking me. You're blocking me. I want my my uh, stop an inflation bill to go through. You're blocking <clears throat> it. You're obstructionist. Yeah. You one that hinders progress. That's right. That's what it means. <laughs> So, he's blocking everybody from going forward. Blubbergasted. Mm-hmm. Blubber. Carpetbagger. That's our next word. <laughs> One thing I ask of you, time to learn your homophones is past to Learn to diagram a sentence to always say to whom, don't ever say to who. And listen up when I tell you this. I hope you never use quotation marks for emphasis. You finish second grade, I hope you can tell if you're doing good or doing well. Um. That's an old one. Yeah, that's another one that dates back to the Civil War. And yeah, it has to do with bag of carpet. Yeah. <laughs> well, back then it had to do with people from the north who visit who went to the south who their typical means of luggage was a carpet bag. 
was a cheap piece of luggage, so they weren't going to be there for very long. And they would go down there and try to force all their northern ideals on the reconstructing southern states. Basically, you know, sucking all the uh, the money and other value out of the process and leaving them higher and drier than they started. <laughs> um, that's kind of a long-winded way to say it, but yeah. It's more snake oil. It's more snake oil. Come on back, you carpetbagger. Well, the way the description this says is... Figure out the difference. Irony is not coincidence. And I thought that you'd gotten it through your skull. But what's figurative and what's literal? Similar to what you're saying. It's a non... Uh, a non-resident meddling in the politics. So like you're saying, somebody coming from the north, going yeah, to, from the the south, north, to, go to the south, they try to impose their northern way. Those dang Yankees imposing their ways on us. Yeah, I remember Re- hearing this word in, in history in high school. So I kind of knew it went back pretty far because it's been a long time since and I was in high the school. Carpet bag just refers to the style of luggage that they carried because it was a cheap thing for piece of luggage. And they, yeah, back they swooped in. Carpet bagger. Okay, our next word is high binder. But just now, just now, you said you literally couldn't get out of bed. Why? That really makes me want to literally smack a crowbar up your stupid head. High binder. That's somebody yep. who eats a lot of cheese and they're all bound up. <laughs> it's like a tie fighter, only they're bound up, like Terry said, they just can't get out to do any fight. They're tie they're tie binded. <laughs> uh, like I wonder if the tie is like a necktie, that would be like a tie clip. You gotta hold them in place. The one's gonna blow them away. <laughs> Well, this word actually means a person who engages in fraudulent or shady activities. Oh, Hunter Biden. Specifically a scheming or corrupt politician. Oh, Hunter Biden. <laughs> of course, some people sure may say Donald reports, Trump in there too. They probably but... give a lot of people different politicians to think about from whatever every, state or every politician. A, a shady, corrupt politicians <laughs> yeah. at Taiwan. Every politician. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, they pretty much everybody in Washington is corrupt, they say. Yeah. Our next word is Miss Bridgen. Your pose is dopey. Miss Bergen, it's M-I-S-S-E-R-I-S-I-S-E. like the daughter of Mr. and Mrs. Bergen. R I S I O I N, Miss. Well, that again started again. Yeah. M I S E R I S O N. Miserous and M-I-S-E-R, Miser, I-S-O-N. Well, misery, like misery, you're you're angry over your son. Your son makes you mad. You're miserous. <laughs> Miserision, something like that. Miserision. 
an angry this person. Word, this word means go back to preschool. Get out of the gene pool. Dereliction and a du- the duty of a public official. Oh, Someone who's der- derelict in their duty He's is miserous. Not doing his job, I guess. Yeah, that's yeah. But dereliction of duty is not doing your job. Yeah. And that's all our words. Well, there's always some list. goofy ones in there. Yeah. <laughs> What a list. There's some that make hardly a lot of sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ma'am. Right. Put your jewel in my mouth. Man. It's a voting season, so I thought that would be a good time to play that. Wait a minute. So, yeah, play that funky music for Terry. And now it's time ten. for top ten. Top ten. I wonder what they're going to be this week. I don't know, but I got eight of them. Eight numbers. <laughs> I'm going to spin a wheel. Yeah. One. Oh, one. I didn't want to. Fine. <laughs> we'll do this that one. first one if we have to. This one is. A top 10 list of bizarre trends of the 1990s. Hmm. Not the 1890s, but the 1990s. Yeah. Number 10. Furbies. What? Furbies. Oh, Furbies. Okay. You were a knockoff of the Mogwai from um, the motion picture Gremlins. Yeah. They were ugly little. The things. little animated creature that talks and moves its eyes and wiggles its body parts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. Um, number nine. Big Mouth Billy Bass. (laughs) Yeah, those talking bass things. Mom had a lot of those. (laughs) And she gave all the grandkids one of those. I had one when we did the Jaws theme. They need to do it again, make them again, but have it do Baby Shark or something. That would be good. Number eight. What's up? What's up? You you mean the the catchphrase, what's up? Or like. Right. Yeah. The catchphrase, what's up? Budweiser commercial came out and had 
the first they came out with the three frogs. Uh. And then in 99, they rolled out their What's Up commercial. What's up? What's up? Yo, who's that? Yo, you pick up the phone. Hello? What's up? What's up? Yeah, I remember the frogs. I don't know that I remember that, but yeah. But why? Um. Then uh, number seven. Blow up furniture. Oh wait! <laughs> it explodes. <laughs> Inflatable <laughs> furniture. There, there you go. Blow up furniture. <laughs> like inflatable furniture, you mean, right? Yeah. Kind of. Huh, I don't remember that at all. I don't either. I never remember beanbag chairs. But... Yeah, that was from like the 70s or something. Maybe the 60s. And had the beans in it, but the air stuff. That must have happened like when ET came out. You know, I was in Germany. I had no idea. I didn't it was in the nineties. I mean, I don't remember that. Or blow up furniture. <laughs> I guess that's so you can have a date with your blow up doll. Uh, it was made out of plastic. It didn't catch on very great. And the uh, number six. Pokemon. Oh, yeah. The first Pokemon commercial was in the 90s. And it's still around today. Yes, it is. And our church house studio is a Pokemon place. What do they call those? Gym. Pokemon gym. Hmm. They, uh, oh, come on. Um, number five. Excuse me. Number five, AOL Messenger. Yeah, good old AOL. You've got mail. It went from 1997 to 2000. Is that all? About two thousand seventeen. Oh, yeah. Huh. They uh, there's the first text messaging um, app, whatever, to come out. Mm-hmm. America Online Instant Messenger. Yep. IMs. Now they call I it me. Yeah. They call it PMs. PM me. PM or, or DM direct message, private message. Yeah. Yes, you're going to PM me, do it at nighttime. <laughs> PM me a lot of time, it'll be PMS. <laughs> and let's see, number an easy, quick way to communicate. Number four. Pogs. 
pog. Oh yeah, it's like the inside of a milk cap. <laughs> yeah, collectible, collectible paper discs. Well, kids loved them, and they would collect them, and there was games you could play with them. And... Yep. Mm. This this fad did not last very long. The the uh, I call it the marketing just wasn't there. You know. It was went pretty hot and heavy for a while. It lasted though. Um, number, I three. think parents were like, "You want to spend a dollar on the inside of a milk cap? Just take These the little milk round cap. things. What the heck? <laughs> well, yeah. Round piece yeah, of no. cardboard. Yeah. Ain't worth nothing at all. It's a uh, can't even use it for a coaster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The coaster for a shot glass. <laughs> Number three. Beanie Babies. Oh, yeah. My stepdaughter's got a whole club. In certain areas, they're still pretty popular. Yeah. yeah. They are around my house. <laughs> People like to hoard Beanie Babies. You never can tell. They could be worth something again. <laughs> oh. Um, oh, yeah. We're talking about trends. Okay. Number two. I kind of could go with number two. I don't know. Bowl cuts. Bowl oh, cuts. Man, those are bad. Bowl cut. We it's had like bowl cuts mullet. growing up. Bowl yeah, bowl cut, the bowl cut's nothing new, but yeah. It was a trend in the 90s, is the topic. So in the mm. 90s, you stuck your head in the toilet bowl and got a swirly. Yeah. <laughs> cut off everything, it didn't swirl. <laughs> flush it down and no mess, no mess, no fuss. And you have the toilet bowl when you had those kind of haircuts. Huh? The Beatles had that kind of haircut. They they did kind of comb their for, head forward and, and they had bangs uh, for a little while when they first came to America. And then they kind of changed their look and got all hippie on us. Yeah. It, uh, it's a hairstyle that doesn't look good no matter when you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at Mo of the Three Stooges. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Trend of the 90s, uh, Nicktoons. Oh, that's when it came out, huh? Nicktoons. Yep. 1989 to 2017. That, that was one that was still good. It's in the 90s. It kind of fell off after the 2000s. Outrageous, bizarre cartoons from Pokemon, SpongeBob, uh, Rugrats. Sponge. Yeah, Rugrats are pretty cool. I like them. I wonder whatever happened with Jack Benny and his turkey. Well, since we no longer have an anchor topic or email, let's find out. Dennis? 
Dennis, that song is swell. Run, run over it once more before the broadcast tomorrow. Okay, but what shall I tell my mother about my raise in salary? Just tell her you asked. She'll know the rest. <laughs> Dennis, tell your mother we'll talk about it later. Okay. Goodbye, Miss Livingston. Goodbye, Dennis. Goodbye, kid. Dennis, that's the closet. Oh. Here's the front door. There. Gee, Mr. Benny, no wonder you're the star. <laughs> yes, Dennis. I've been a big hit for years just opening doors. <laughs> Goodbye, kid. I wonder when he'll grow up. Well, Jack, I think I'll go home, too. I have to clean up the house. Clean up your house? You've got a maid. I know, but I don't want to lose it. Oh, yes. <laughs> Good night, Mary. Good night. Oh, Rochester. Yes, sir. I'm ready to go upstairs to bed. I'm tired, boys. Would you mind warming up tonight? <laughs> okay, but don't let it happen too often. Oh, Rochester, what did you do with the turkey? Did you put her where she won't be cold? Yes, sir. Good. I put it in the oven. The oven? What'd you put her there for? I don't want her to get stage fried on Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'll take her out of there and put her on the back porch. Okay. Bad enough that we have to kill her in a few days. The least we could do is see that she's comfortable. Gee, I hate to think of killing that poor old turkey. Oh, boy, am I tired. Uh, if I'm tired, I can't even hang up my clothes. Oh, well. Hmm. I'm not so fat. <laughs> to get these shoes off. <clears throat> oh, darn it. I always forget. Thanksgiving's here again. Years roll on for everybody but the turkey. Fine-feathered friend. Say, you're nice and plump, aren't you? Who, me? Yes, you. You're going to make somebody happy on Thanksgiving. What? And you'll bring me a nice price on the market. Fifty-five cents a pound. <laughs> what? what am I doing here in this coop? I'm not a turkey. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. 
Let me out of here. Let me out of this coop. <laughs> oh, I'm not in a coop. I'm in my own house. Oh, Rochester. Rochester. What are you doing in here, turkey? I thought I put you out on the back porch. Turkey? Rochester, I'm not a turkey. And stop staring at me like that. Come here, turkey. Come over here to me. Rochester, put down that knife and fork. <laughs> Is that a napkin you're wearing? It ain't a sarong. <laughs> Rochester, what's the matter with you? Say, Butcher. Hello, Suzette. How much weight are you this turkey? Gobble, 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 gobble. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Oh. oh, pardon me. All right, folks, get your tickets here for the 40 cent tour through the gravy bowl. Come on, come on. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Come on, Jack, let's go. Two tickets, please. You only need one, lady. Turkeys get in free. Now, wait a minute. This is going far enough. I'm not a turkey. I'll prove I'm not. Mrs. Greenberg. I'm not talking to you. <laughs> Butcher. Butcher, you know I'm not a turkey, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> with you people. Mary, tell them I'm not a turkey. Tell them. For cranberry sauce. Tell them. <laughs> of course you're not a turkey. What's the matter with you people? Look at his web feet. Well, I've had enough. I'm getting out of here. You're a turkey, you're a turkey, you're a turkey. Who's a turkey? You're a turkey, you're a turkey, you're a turkey. I'm a turkey? Roma salsa, Roma salsa, Roma salsa, Roma salsa. Oh, up. Train leaving on track 12 for Morocco, Tunisia, Egypt, Arabia. Oh, boy, I'm going to get on that train, get away from all of this. And turkey. What? Well, that did it. I'm going to prove once and for all who I am. Hello, Mr. Benny. You're a little unhappy, I see. Mr. Billingsley. Mr. Billingsley. Yes? Tell me, am I a turkey or Jack Benny? You haven't left yourself much choice, have you? (laughs) This is the end. I'm not taking any more from anybody. The next one that tells me I'm a turkey is going to get a punch in the mouth. That's what I'll do. I'll punch him right in the mouth. Hello, Jack. Never mind that Jack stuff. I know what you're thinking, Don Wilson. Go ahead and say it. Just say it. Of course I'll say it. Great best place for Toasty Brown. Toasty Brown. Stop toasty stalling, brown. Wilson. We just are not You know what I mean. Come on, say it. Toasty Brown. Baldy Rich. Don't play around with me, Don Wilson. You came here to tell me one thing. And you say it. You say it or I'll punch you right in the mouth. Break that place. 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 Right in the mouth. Everybody! Get out! Get out! Boss! Boss! Wake up! Go away! Go away! Boss! Wake up! You've been dreaming! Huh? Huh? What? You've been dreaming! Yeah. Oh, my goodness, what a dream I had. What a terrible nightmare. It must have been, boss. Your feathers are all over the floor. (laughs) My feathers? You tore your pillow apart. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. What you meant for a minute there. Well, I'm all right now, Rochester. Nearly time to get up anyway. Almost. Hey, Mr. Benny, what's all that money doing on the floor? Oh, that's some change that dropped out of my shoe. So long, Rochester. So long. So long, boss. (laughs) 
What a man. He's got you that jingle jangle. And go right to our final thoughts. Final thoughts. And I do have a few of those. But Terry likes to go first. So I we will leftovers, let him. He um, gets some leftover thoughts. So are they leftover Halloween candy thoughts? Why didn't the skeleton go trick-or-treating last night? He didn't have nobody to go with. <laughs> he had nobody to go with. <laughs> kind of like the headless horseman. He had nobody, or at least no head to go with his body. Yeah. Well, sometimes I just want somebody to hug me and say, I know it's hard. It's going to be okay. Here's your coffee and $8 million. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Oh. Oh. Here's a, it's not exactly a dad joke. It's mom's recipe for iced coffee. Ready for this? Yeah. Number one, have kids. Two, make coffee. (laughs) Three, forget you made coffee. Four, drink it cold. (laughs) Mom's recipe for iced coffee. You know the difference between a dad joke and a bad joke? First letter. (laughs) Yeah, according to my wife, that will be true. (laughs) Well, I was dozing in church and I heard the preacher say, stand up. So I stood up people clap and the pastor said who else wants to get a five thousand dollars so let's give her fall asleep huh uh-huh. that's what happens <laughs> Well, nothing is so permanent as a temporary government program. Yeah, temporary government program. That's an oxymoron. Yeah. Huh? Well, my prince isn't coming on a white horse. He must be riding on a turtle, and I think he's lost. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to happen sometimes. My son asked me, what's it like to have the greatest son in the world? I told him, I don't know. Ask your grandpa. (laughs) Where did baby ghosts go? during the day day scare centers I'm losing it (laughs) (laughs) new research suggests that drinking coffee in the morning 
helps people to live longer. Other people, that is. (laughs) (laughs) After you get your coffee. (laughs) I just received a notice that I could win $10,000 in the fishing tournament. Um, I bet there's a catch. (laughs) I bought... The thesaurus I always wanted. And when I opened it up, it was blank. I have no words to describe how I felt. (laughs) I bought the thesaurus I always wanted. And when I opened it up, it was blank. I have no words to describe how I felt. Well, let's see. This one's here says laundry, 30 minutes, drying, 60 minutes, putting away the laundry, five to seven business days. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, well. Let's get married and have kids. You can braid hair while I pack lunches and we can all be late together. (laughs) Things you wish you knew beforehand. Yeah. You know where you can make the best ice cream? Sunday school. <laughs> I, I, I was hoping he wouldn't say cone barn, but yeah. <laughs> the other I don't have any more, so you two go ahead. <laughs> uh, advice I had to give to my son nothing could ever come good from letting a naked toddler sit on the couch. Those old naked toddlers. Yeah. You can't trust them anywhere. No. Nope. <laughs> for very long. <laughs> well, I guess we could pinch it off there since uh, everyone <laughs> seems to be all done. This gets worse as it goes along. <laughs> and we can wrap it all up with some paperwork as we end our episode. <laughs> <laughs> Why hey, do this you is... also sound like somebody's taking a crap? <laughs> Uh, maybe we have a crappy show this week. I don't know. Uh, but hey, this is where we like to sign off. Faith, host Keith, saying thanks for listening. Uh, tell a friend about us. That's how we really do for our audience the most. But hey, leave us a rating and review on your favorite podcast directories to let the whole wide world know what you think about us in no uncertain terms. Hopefully, some nice uncertain terms. <laughs> <laughs> But hey, uh, that's all we got. We'll see you back next, next week. week. We'll hear Jill say, "Tune in." I got a funny one for you. <laughs> <laughs> and Terry adds, <laughs> "Tune in next week when we will be here an hour later because the time changes." Ah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it'll be election day. We won't know who's president yet, but we'll have fun guessing. <laughs> That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com.
That sounds funny.